Hey guys, welcome back to the 4 Bananas podcast where we look at topics that are everyday lives. 4 Bananas are brought to you by Andrew, Dom, Eugenia and Jeff. Four Asians brought up in Sydney, Australia who identifies as a banana, yellow on the outside and white on the inside. So guys, I've recently realised that a lot of my Asian friends are slowly moving out and it's either because they've brought their own places or they're moving out and renting with a partner. And I, I guess for these, like in this today's culture, it's quite normal to do that. But in the beginning, it was a bit of a wow factor for me because I was brought up thinking that you don't move out till you're married. Um, and I guess that's a very typical mm. Asian's perspective. So do you guys have any thoughts about this moving out um, uh, motion at this age? Yeah, when I first thought about it as a kid, I thought, yeah, when you get married you start moving out as well. But now as I grow older, I just feel like there's no rules to this. It's just whenever you feel like you're ready. So whether it's financially ready or um, as, as we said, marriage, mm. um, if you get married and you're ready to move out, yeah, there's no rules. Cause like always hear some people go, oh, you're 18, you're officially oh, yeah. an adult. You, mm. you should move out, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's other people who say when you're married, you can move out, but you don't necessarily have to. What yeah. other rules are there? I I get that. Like, I think growing up, I felt that most people, my understanding was, okay, you have, you get in a relationship, you know, you follow that path. If eventually at some point you reach a point where you're ready to take the next step, whether that's move out together or get married and then move out together. Um, I think now that we're in our 20s, Late twenties, maybe. I'm <laughs> still in working. my mid. I'm still in my mid. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah. you you can tell yourself that, but you know we all know where this is heading. You know that meme, which is like thirties yeah, incoming yeah, yeah. or something, yep. and everyone's like, <gasps> <gasps> yeah. "No, uh, we're closer to our mid twenties than we are okay, to our thirties. That's right. okay. You're fine. You're correct. <laughs> <laughs> you are technically correct. Um, but yeah, I I felt that recently, maybe perhaps it's the lower renting costs in Sydney. Mm. Yeah, I'm starting to feel like I wouldn't mind my own space mm-hmm. because I think for the, for the majority of um, bananas in Sydney, they probably think about it economically and like, oh, let's stay home, uh, save money. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, you get freedom, you get to, you know, renovate the place however you like and it's mm-hmm. it's 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 just your own space. If you, you feel more mm-hmm. comfortable with it. W- w- oh, okay. w- would you live with roommates then? I guess, or is it just your own place? Is, is that what you're... Yeah. I'm an extrovert, okay. so I probably had yeah, roommates. You need roommates, right? <laughs> mm. okay. I need energy. I heard I heard you should never but, live with yeah. couples if you do move out with roommates. Why is yeah. that? A couple as your roommate? Yeah, so um, apparently the magic number is three, so you'd move out with two other roommates, and that's because if there's an argument between you and another one, you'd always have a moderator. But uh... if they're a couple, then you'd always lose regardless. Oh, oh, true. Mm. Yeah. Or you could be the wedge between those two. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty, pretty bad couple, in, I guess. If you're the wedge. <laughs> yeah, they just, they just, they just never on each other's side. They're just always against each other. And you're the moderator. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it will eventually lead to two. <laughs> oh gosh, That's bad. Yeah. So, what about you, Andrew? Have you thought about moving out? <laughs> So, so I've, I've lived by myself before on exchange and um, working overseas. I 
didn't really like moving, uh, living by myself, uh, primarily because there's just no company. Uh, and like on exchange, I was living with roommates, but still like you weren't too close with roommates in general because like it might, it might be different people unless you get to choose your roommates. Um, uh, like, yeah, I think it's, I think it's just different. I, I prefer living, living with family in general, just like people talking in the, mm. in the living room. It's just the company. What do you mm. mean by Sounds choosing like, yeah, your the roommates? people that uh, you ended up with on exchange, they weren't that interested. So, 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 I mean, at least on exchange, I'm pretty sure you could have, like, if you had friends that, you know, uh, are also living on campus, that sort of thing, you can actually, um, choose the roommates to live with you in the same kind of, uh, unit, in one sense. But then, then that brings another problem, right? Like, you might hang with the, like, like, friend really nicely, like, outside, externally, but when you're in the same living environment, living condition, you might see them too much. <laughs> so, but yeah, that, that's what I yeah. mean by, um choosing your roommates like you can actually choose it on campus mm. it'll be hard to choose a good roommate eh? because mm. i i'm just thinking I, i'm like i'm a tidy person mm. i like my room clean always mm. so i don't think many people are like that though hard to I find think, hard to mm. find mm. hard yeah. to find someone who'll be like that mm. yeah i i have been yeah, I on think... flatmates um recently because of my recent relocation and there's a lot of people who says, oh, I want clean roommates and all that. Like, basically, every post is looking for a clean roommate. But when you walk <laughs> up, when you go into their place and you look at their place, you're like, your level of cleanliness is very different to mine. <laughs> but, but but maybe they w- that's why they want a clean roommate, right? To, to help them clean after their mess. <laughs> <laughs> it's all that's part of the plan, Jenny. <laughs> They're looking for a cleaner, awesome. not a roommate. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So funny thing though, because it sounds like we all, because uh, as as Asians, we're all still living with family and stuff, and that's that's our thought process. And I remember in the first job out of uni, there's a common question which my Western workmates would ask me, and that's usually, "Hey, when are you moving out?" or when are your parents kicking you out? Mm. And I found it really funny because it's very different to the way that we think. And then they would go on about telling me um, how their kids are still living with them and they're in their late teens and early 20s and they really want them out. So how would you guys feel <laughs> if we were actually brought up with that concept rather than what we have now? Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a good one. Um, I, I guess it's quite hard to imagine um, given that we've experienced the... Asian way of growing up, uh, very traditional in the sense that you stay with your family for the majority of time, unless say in, in your example, you're relocating for work or you're an exchange and in those certain scenarios, well, then obviously there's, there's no choice, right? But mm. I'm just trying to imagine you, let's say I'm 17, my birthday is coming up next month. I'm going to be 18 and my parents are like, have you started looking for a place? I, I, I'd feel so... Um, I feel so unloved, I think. I, I feel like, why, why do my parents want me to leave? But the, the way I've always understood it is you're meant to, I guess, seek your own independence, make your own path in life. And I felt that if I did move out at, at 18, I think I would definitely be a lot more independent than I am now. Um, there's definitely still a lot of things that I rely on my parents for, um, which I'm slowly, you know, I'm starting to, to take on board myself. But I think... If I moved out at 18, I would have been a lot more proactive in um, in all aspects of my life, whether that's work or p- 
personal development, things like that, be very different. But at the same time, I can't imagine it. I can't imagine, you know, not being at home and enjoying mum's cooking and mm. hanging out with my parents. Mm. It, it'd be so weird. <laughs> I, I think it, it has to do with the familial nature within Asian culture. Like, it's very family-oriented within Asian culture. That's why they don't really tell you to, like... They don't really kick you out, I guess. Like, I, I don't know. That's how I see it in general. Um, do you guys think that? I know, like... I'm not sure about you guys, but I know in, in uh, Malaysia, um, generally, if you, if I went to go, say, visit my cousin's place, mm-hmm. it wouldn't just be my cousins at that house. It'd be my cousins, my mm-hmm. aunties, my uncles, maybe my grandma, my grandpa. Everyone's there. So it's like almost like a big house and everyone's just living in there. Whereas I feel like a lot of families in Australia, have, like the grandparents would be, you say, at living in this townhouse. The the uncles and aunties um, or like... They, everyone has like their own little family mm-hmm. and they're all in different places. Whereas in an Asian household, everyone's together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the term is called nuclear family. Nuclear. Oh. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, like your the direct family. family yeah. Where it's the mom, dad, uh, yes. and the kids. Uh, and then that's it. Right. Your yep. grandparents, aunts, uncles have their own nuclear mm-hmm. family. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think for Asians, our hierarchy is, you know, like, <laughs> if, you, if, you, if, if you're related by blood, your family, we should stick together mm-hmm. um, or at least try to stay within the same suburbs. Sometimes it's not even suburbs, it's like the same block. They will have yeah. like yeah. houses next to each other. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, close, as close yeah. as possible. <laughs> <laughs> as close as possible. Mm, it you is get, like a quite a thing? traditional thing, um, especially <clears throat> coming down from like how it was like in the history of the Asian culture where your nuclear family and your extended family will either be under the same roof or close to each other. And then that's mm-hmm. mostly just so that you um, can take care of each other. And even now, like I, I know of, of a few friends who, they, they her family um, and her cousins, aunties and uncles, they all live on the same street. And I actually found that really cute. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think about like, oh, how would it be like if my family, although they're mostly overseas, like my extended family, um, that we all lived on the same mm-hmm. street. Would I like it or not? I don't know. But w- do you guys like this type of tradition? <laughs> well, firstly, I think I think you need a huge house for that. Like, for example, your friend, like <laughs> they have practically, I don't know how many houses you can have on a street, but I would assume that they have quite a large portion of that street owned by that family so you'd have a huge house or a huge amount of money to buy that or live close to each other i mean Mm. my type of my family like overseas kind of live in the same suburb same area i mean i don't mind i don't mind it if i have the ability to do it um it's more of just suburbs are huge and housing is expensive so it's just hard i mean as long as it's within 15 Mm. and 20 minutes away i think that's all right for me personally um what about you guys? Like, do you, do you guys see see it happening for you? In the ideal world where <laughs> finance isn't an issue, <laughs> I think like five minute, maybe ten minute walk away from each other's wow. place is pretty good. Ten minutes. Ten minutes. Yeah, ten minutes. That that that's a so really ideal you're world. You're not too. Cl- you're not. You're not close enough <laughs> to annoy each other all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you're far away enough. You know. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but you're far away so that. How awkward, how awkward would it be if 
your parents live right next door to you and then they hear they overhear <laughs> you and your partner arguing and then they'll knock on the door and be like, Hey, are you guys Oh arguing? no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why you need it to be ten minutes away. So you have your mm-hmm. own privacy but you're still mm-hmm. close enough to do activities together when you yep. know, any any um public holiday comes up mm-hmm. mm. it's, a, it's a double-edged sword i remember some of my um uh, extended family they bought some it was like a new housing development so they had a house at the front and then um an identical house flipped on like the property behind them <laughs> so they actually had a door that connected the two properties oh wow um so they they so they were saying that yeah it's really good because sometimes when i need to go out and do run, run some errands i can just send the kids over and they can play with their cousins and it's all good but at the same time, um, the cousins just never stop playing with each other. So that door is, there's like, what's the point of that door? They just keep coming back and forth. And then, you know, my house gets messy and then they come over to the other side. And then my house, and then my cousin's house gets messy. It's like just continuous work. So they were like very double-edged sword. Wait, that doesn't sound too bad. It's bad for the parents. Oh, yeah. Well, someone's got to lose for someone to win, I think. <laughs> I think it's great for the yeah. kids. <laughs> Plenty of people yeah, to hang sounds, with. Sounds <laughs> extremely good as a kid. Yeah, you, I think maybe you tried cleaning up after you know, like toddlers running around. I don't think yeah. it would be that great. <laughs> True. The I, best I think that they re- leave behind. <laughs> I, I think it really depends on the type of family, though, right? Like, I mean, some families prefer have a large family and they prefer that sort of extroverted sort of sense where they can always find people to mm. talk to, you know, celebrate stuff. Whereas some other families are a bit more quiet, right? So they like to be kind of within their own sort of space, that sort of thing. So this might be a nightmare to them if they have like three generations in the, <laughs> under, under the same roof. So yeah. Yeah, especially when you you got to make sure that you actually have a good relationship with your family. Mm. Imagine living near your uncle yeah. or auntie, but you hate them. You're like, oh, far out. I don't even want to get out of my house. <laughs> mm. So Andrew, like so because you did move out um, earlier, mm. do you think that experience changed you? A hundred percent it did. Um, uh, bringing back to Dom's point about being a bit more like in, in like being a bit more individual, like an, like an individual itself. Um, you know, like you need to kind of look after yourself. Uh, you you kind of mm-hmm. understand. You get a different perspective of like how every everyone kind of you know looks after themselves in different ways. You know, you need you practice a lot more self love. You know, you kind of you know, do all the chores, you know, um, you know, make sure that, you know, you have the right meals, exercise, that sort of thing. So you pay a lot more attention to what your own needs are, right? Um, you're a lot more aware of that and your own values and that sort of thing. So I, I think it definitely changed me and it allows people to mature a lot more, um, especially like during university when, yeah, like people in Australia kind of live at home for university. So Andrew, do you, what's, what, what's the thing that you feel you learnt um, or like a key thing that you learned whilst living by yourself? I think when living by myself, I think the key thing that you learn is you're in, co- you're in control of your own time. I think. I think that's time, one of, one, okay. yeah, I think that's one of the key things because especially if you're living by yourself, you realize how much free, more free time you have um, and you get to choose who you spend time with. Um, especially like... Because I was living with family before and then once I lived by myself, like, you don't need to be, like, I wouldn't say obligated, but, like, you wouldn't need to hang with parents as much, right? So that's where that free time comes in. And that's where you kind of realize the importance of relationships, family, and how you spend and portion out your time that way. That's that's how I see it. Um, that's probably the most important lesson I got 
when living out by myself. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I, I do feel the same way as well now that I've moved out. Um, you, you end up having an awareness or an, a next level appreciation of how much your family actually does for you um, behind the scenes. So quick example mm. would be when I come home from work, there would usually be a bowl of hot soup ready on the table uh, the moment mm. when I walk into the house and then moments later, dinner is usually ready. But now that I've moved out, I have to go spend, I have to find time to buy the groceries and then you have to do the prep work and then you actually have to do the cooking and the washing up and all that. Like nothing comes as easily as Mm -hmm. it was back then. So yeah, Mm -hmm. I became much more grateful in terms of what my family does for me. That's like the opposite of Andrew. What do you mean? Jimmy had less time and Andrew (laughs) had more time. (laughs) <laughs> well, there's different situations, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, I think it's different mm. situations. Different you, you situ- raise yeah. A, yeah. It, it, it does bring me to okay, a point. So the time is just allocated elsewhere. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you've got to be yeah, selective yeah. With, with your time. I yeah. Think. Uh, it does bring me to a point, right? Like how Ginny has to be a bit more grateful uh, uh, in terms of what her family does for her, right? You kind of want to portion out your time for your family because you realize you're, you're in control of your own time and you should be a bit more thankful for... Just in general, like how your parents treat you in general. So, yeah. Mm. So, for for Jeff and Dom, do you guys feel you have that appreciation for your parents since you guys are still at home? Yes, but <laughs> probably not to the level mm-hmm. of where you guys are at. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, I appreciate it, but I don't have the experience of mm-hmm. where like I go home and go, oh, I'm missing hot this. Bowl yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, hot bowl of soup. Yeah, hot bowl of soup. I don't have that. Yeah. I haven't experienced that. Mm-hmm. I get what you mean, though, but mm-hmm. I do appreciate it. I mean, yeah. well, I mean, yeah, I, I definitely appreciate it because I know one day I'm not going to have this experience anymore. Um, having more friends, moving out, whether it's for work or maybe uh, with a partner, has made me realize. And and like they obviously share their stories about. Oh, I I love going home. Say you know every weekend or once every fortnight, and then, um, getting a home cooked meal and then. They make so much that you can bring uh, home as well so you don't have to cook for the next couple of days. Um, those kind of stories have made me realize, well, like what I have right now is uh, I'm definitely quite lucky to have. So I'm trying to appreciate everything that I can have right now. Mm. Uh, but at the same time, you know, free, free, freedom sounds nice as well and I definitely wouldn't be opposed to it. I'd like to gain more independence, some more skills. I'd like to learn how to cook. Like right now, it's just like, Fried rice. <laughs> hey, you can always start. A lot of a lot of master chefs came out during COVID. I'm just too lazy. Nah, I, I yeah, definitely everyone has a passion and um things to explore. I just didn't end up end up exploring cooking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I feel like um why a lot of people a lot of Asians still stay at home is mainly because of the economic reason right like you probably mm. have you probably have more of a chance to gain that sort of freedom uh when you delay moving out rather than move out too early because regardless you're paying rent it's rather it's either you pay rent for your own property or you pay rent to support someone else's property i think that's how Asians see it so that's why that's why they don't move out that early one one thing though i just i just thought about mm-hmm. like not not just financials i mean it is a bit of traditions because we have no pressure to move out. 
Mm. I think that's one that's yes. one key difference. Even if the rent is super low, mm-hmm. we we can still consider staying, right? And I think a lot of us would stay until at a later age, at least later than 18 years old because we don't have that pressure of needing to move out. Mm. And we would stay because there is convenience and there is a bowl of soup waiting for us. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> no, it's true though. It's true though. I, I, like the, we, we, we keep teasing that bowl of soup, but it's, <laughs> it represents the love our parents have for us. Not yeah. just finance, right? Mm. Yep, yep. So since now we know that, that there are there are advantages or benefits um, to personal growth by moving out, would you guys think you would want to push your kids or future kids to have that experience or would you stay, would you tell them, hey, no, just stay with me for the time being and save a bit more before getting your property? I'm kicking them out straight away. <laughs> <laughs> Freedom. Oh, freedom. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just imagining Jeff opening the door, grabbing his kid by one hand, and just like kicking him out. Run free. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine correctly. <laughs> no, but seriously, yeah. How about the- what, mm. you? You would encourage him to leave? No, no, no. <laughs> I don't oh. know. I, I haven't, I haven't thought that far yet. Mm-hmm. It's hard to say. It's whenever they're ready, right? Yeah. And how do, how do you determine when they're ready oh, to move yeah. out? Mm. Uh, yeah, I think That's only true. they would know. Like, yeah. the w- when you said that, like, it made me have a quick thought about, yeah, w- would I just tell them to leave when they're ready, or would I encourage them to stay home? And I think, I think I would encourage them to stay home because. I'm quite a, uh, I wouldn't say cheapskate, but I'm quite <laughs> economically viable. I'm frugal. <laughs> frugal. Um, yep. But I would, I would encourage them to do more things, not even like around the house, just like to upskill themselves or mm. because I, I, I'd encourage them to gain the skills that they would need once they would be independent. Mm. So whether that's, you know, figuring out, I don't know, how to service your car or how to uh, look after your taxes or just simple things that you would need to know once you're away from mum and dad mm-hmm. or, you know, family in general, things that you would have to take care of, mm-hmm. um, you know, how to cook a nutritious meal, just things that I would definitely encourage them or, you know, get mm-hmm. them to join in those activities so that they have both the independence as well as the uh, savings so that they are ready once they move out, like to enable them. Mm-hmm. For me, I'd I'd probably just push them to exchange. <laughs> I mean, exchange is practically mm. a totally new environment, totally new country. Like I experienced it firsthand personally, and I think it's a good stepping stone into what it would be like living independently. Um, so yeah, I, that that's pro- probably what I'll do. And same as Dom, do different sorts of like activities around the house that would allow them to gain the skills so that they can you know live independently. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I think I really agree with that readiness concept because thinking about it, Andrew moved out because of exchange. I moved out because of work. And I think if it wasn't because of those opportunities, we probably would still be with our families. So it's it's a good experience to try things out this way rather than being kicked mm-hmm. out by parents. Exchange is a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it's definitely like a like a teaser into what the future holds for you. Mm. Mm. It's a good way to prep, I think. Yep. Yeah, very good experience. Like, he, he's the real which we world missed out, or which I missed out on. I, 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 I regret it still. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I do. I do want to try some exchange. That'll be good. <laughs> I think it's a good way as well because you're kind of hanging with uh, students around your age as well. So everyone is just cooking pasta for, for dinner and lunch, <laughs> like, like all three meals. So you kind of understand everyone's struggles and you struggle together, right? And pasta and tuna? <laughs> yeah, practically. Oh. That was exchanged for like two whole weeks. <laughs> uh, but but you, you learn, right? You learn from that. And it's, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a good environment to learn from it, I would say. A few interesting points being brought up, I guess, in this episode. For So for our listeners, let us know whether you've moved out or not and what are your thoughts on this topic. So that's all we have for this week. If you enjoyed our podcast, don't forget to subscribe on Spotify, Google Podcast or Apple Podcast with new episodes coming out every week. Also, remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter for the, our latest updates. And for anything else, email us on 4 at gmail.com. We'll catch you again next week.